Hello and welcome to Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Johnny Dollar. This is Paul Dameron, Mr. Dollar. I was afraid you left town and I wanted to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to thank you for your kindness about Amy and the way you handled Terry. It was darn decent of you. And of course, I want to apologize for my attitude again. How's Mrs. O'Connell? Terrible. I mean, the papers this morning connected her sister Amy with murdering Belden and committing suicide. I'm curious. How did you get to her? I found Amy's purse and there was a gun in it. I looked up the registration. Oh, the murder gun. I don't know. I haven't turned it over to the police yet. Why? Because I still can't believe Amy Duran was the kind of girl who'd shoot a man and then take poison. Tonight, and every weekday night, Bob Bailey and the transcribed adventures of the man with the action-packed expense account, America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator... Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. <laughs> expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar, location Vicksburg, Virginia. To Special Investigator Johnny Dollar, for personal reasons, in connection with the plant agent matter... Expense account item 11, $15, legal fees, for services rented by lawyer Sam Oldfield. No sign here, Dollar. And here, sir. Okay, I guess that's it. What now, Mr. Oldfield? This statement you've made to me clearly states your intentions in this matter, your motives. You attempted to help a girl who died in your company. You had no idea she might have committed a murder or embezzled $10,000. You withheld evidence, the gun you found in her purse, in the hope of identifying her and saving her family some grief. I hope you don't have to use this stuff. We'll see. I'm going to turn the gun in now, and you're coming with me. It's about time. Hmm? Nothing personal, son. I think you did a lot of dumb things for her. From what they're saying in the papers about her, I don't think she deserved it. But then we all make wrong guesses sometimes, I suppose. Ah, let's get this over with. Lawyer Sam Oldfield accompanied me downtown to police headquarters where we sought out Lieutenant Akins and turned over the 38 automatic. Oldfield handed the statement over to him and he read it through. Then he called in his ballistics man to make an immediate check of the gun. When he'd done that, Akins asked Oldfield and myself to wait. He left. An hour later, he came back. You are a lucky boy, Dollar. First off, I'm going to tell you, that gun you've been withholding, that's the same weapon that killed the auditor, Clarence Belden. Okay, now, you played it as safe as you could, and you hired this lawyer to protect you when it came to turning it in. Well, you didn't need him. Huh? Any other time, I'd have put you in the poker so fast you'd have thought you was born there. This time, I'm feeling generous. You can go, Mr. Oldfield. Me? You. No charges against Mr. Dollar of withholding information? No, not this time. I got my Jane Doe identified. I know her motive for killing the auditor. I know why she took the poison. You generally don't get everything in a neat package like that, so I feel generous. Then let's get out here, Dollar. You get out. I want to talk to Dollar. Then I'll stay and listen. It's okay, Mr. Oldfield. I'm going to get a lecture is all. Are you sure? Yeah. Call me later, then. Goodbye, Lieutenant. Yeah. 
One thing more, Dollar. We found an empty bottle of paramythol in Amy Duran's medicine cabinet, and that cinches that suicide part, in case you had any doubts. It's a closed case. Uh-huh. But you didn't help me close it, Dollar, and you could have. You worked with the police for years. You were an officer yourself once. What makes you think you can come down here and run around doing all these things you've done and get away with them? Why didn't you turn that gun in with the purse as soon as you found it? All right, I'll tell you, because I... Oh, it doesn't make any difference now, Lieutenant. You've got your case. And you're lucky, darn lucky boy. I don't have you, too. Because you know just well as I do that... Lieutenant Akins. Okay, right away. Dollar, I got business to take care of. Next time you're in my town, (laughs) you take it easy. I will. But I don't think I'll ever come to your town again. On general principles. Well, I guess I know how you felt about that girl. I'm not going to make any fuss about what you did. But I don't think I'd let it pass a second time. She sure didn't look the part, did she? No. She didn't. Yeah, happens that way sometimes. What you told me about that kid sister of hers trying suicide and so forth after she lost her husband. Well, Amy Duran had a good motive for stealing that money. If motive can ever be good. Dollar, Lieutenant? Huh? I, uh, I was just on my way to see you, Lieutenant. I'll be back in my office in a couple of minutes. You can go on in and wait, Mr. Dameron. Glad I saw you, Mr. Dollar. I think there's something I should explain to you. You'd be interested in this, too, Lieutenant. Mr. Dollar saw me arguing with Amy Duran in a parking lot at the Plant Agent Hotel last night. She just told me about the shortage in accounts. She hadn't told me about killing the auditor. I want you to know that I was racking my brain trying to find a way to get hold of some money to make up the shortage. I was always very fond of Amy. I, uh, wonder, Mr. Dollar, if I could give you a check. Huh? Something for your kindness. Nothing, thanks. Well, I... I'd like to. You did something very decent. No. Oh. Well, I suppose you'll be leaving soon. Goodbye, and thanks again. I'll, uh, be in your office, Lieutenant. Right. (laughs) Got to him, too, if it's any comfort. What was that business in the parking lot? Oh, well, I... I hit him. He was arguing with her, that's all. No. You weren't the only one trying to help a dollar. Him. And then there was somebody else. Huh? A bank. We found a certified check for $10,000 in Amy Duran's apartment. What? National Trust in New York, issued three days ago. I wired the head cashier in New York. He said Amy Duran phoned him long distance, requested the loan. Seems her folks, when they were alive, had a good pull. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold it. And this isn't right. She could have covered that shortage. Well, I figure she intended to do that, but the auditor found out too quick. He called her on it, and she shot him. With a $10,000 check in her hand? Well... There isn't an auditor or a bonding company going that wouldn't prefer to turn up the cash and the person who took it. They'd listen to any reasonable story. You know that. Well, the auditor must have scared her, Dollar. She shot him, didn't she? She committed suicide, didn't she? You make a lot of noise, Higgins, but you aren't any happier about this than I am, are you? No. Why let the papers have it the way it is? Well, so that whoever knows answer will get careless. Sure, it burns me. Somebody thinking the police as dumb as this. Burns me. Well, what are you going to do? Wait. Just wait. 
I found that pretty hard to do. And the more I waited and the more I thought about the matter, the more restless I felt. So I didn't wait. I got out and started interviewing people who had known the murdered auditor. The consensus was that he knew his business. That if he'd found a shortage and someone offered to reimburse the company, he had been the kind of old hand who would have listened to them. Why, I asked myself, if Amy Duran had a $10,000 check to cover her shortages, why did she shoot the auditor and then commit suicide? Why? It didn't make sense. Oh, Dollar. Hello, Dameron. Come in, Dollar. I'm uh, glad you dropped by. I thought you'd left town, going back to Hartford. Well, I've stayed over so long waiting for all this to get cleared up, I thought I might as well stick around a while longer. Sure. Can I get you a drink? No, thanks. It uh, is finished, isn't it? Not yet. I don't understand. I talked with Lieutenant Aikens today after I saw you with him. He said it was all over as far as he was concerned. You're talking to me now, Dameron. I'm the guy who went out on the limb. And I appreciate that a great deal. A question I want to ask you. You knew Amy Duran, worked with her at Richmond Limited. You're engaged to marry her sister. Did you know Amy had a $10,000 check in her hand the day she died? Really? That was enough money to cover the shortages in her accounts. Well, I'll be darned. Where do you suppose she shot him? Did what she did then? I've been thinking about that, Dameron. There's only one reason I can think of. Because Amy Duran didn't steal any money, because she didn't shoot any auditor, she didn't commit suicide. I think she borrowed that $10,000 from New York to cover up for somebody else. Somebody else? Who? You. Maybe you better leave here. You're upset. That auditor was a smart guy. He'd been in the business a long time. He found out who'd been taking the money. He called you over to ask you about it, ask you if you could repay it. You lost your head and you shot him with a thirty-eight you picked up over at Teresa O'Connell's one day. Now, look. Then you fixed up all the reports to make it look like Amy Duran did the job. You're crazy. That's fantastic. If you think I'm Amy going Amy Duran to... borrowed money to cover for you. She did it not because you were worth it, but because you meant something to her kid sister. You meant something to Teresa O'Connell, who'd lost one husband and tried suicide because of it. A Teresa O'Connell who couldn't afford another major tragedy. A Teresa O'Connell who might try suicide again if the man she was going to marry turned out to be a thief. You counted on that, Dameron. I don't know what you're talking about. One now, you thing listen. you hadn't counted on was the auditor picking it up so fast. And when he called you, you had to kill him to keep him quiet. Then you made a date with Amy out at the plant agent hotel. You slipped poison in her drink and planted the gun in her purse. This is all talk. Just talk. You have nothing to prove she a She had single... one drink with you before you argued with her out in the parking lot. She told me. And the bartender later verified it. Then I came along. Now, look. You're a big guy, Dameron. You could have hit me back in that parking lot, but you didn't have time. You still had to get over to Amy's apartment and plant an empty poison box. You're crazy. You have no proof of this. No proof at all. No, I haven't. But I've been thinking about it all day, and there'll be proof. You had to buy that poison someplace. Lieutenant Aikens is a pretty good police officer. He and his men will cover every drugstore in this town and ask questions everywhere. Now, listen, I'm going to tell him what I think, and he'll dust off that box of poison. Maybe your prince will turn up on it. Sooner or later, guys like you make mistakes, and Aikens finds them. Get out of here, Dollar. Get out of here. Now, listen, you. A girl, a fine, decent girl, asked me for help. This is the quickest way I know to give her the help. I'll kill you, Dollar. I'll kill you. No, you won't. You're not going to kill me. Okay. 
Okay, come on, come on, get up, get up. Get up? I've had enough, I've had enough. I want you to tell it now, right now. Over there. Pick it up. Go on, pick it up. Okay, here. And you know who to call. Hello. Hello. Give me the police. Expense account item 12, $55, room and board. Item 13, $55 airfare and miscellaneous getting me back to Hartford. Total expense account, $702.13. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Remember, there'll be another exciting story of yours truly, Johnny Dollar, beginning next Monday night. Next week, a whole city is aroused by one of the dirtiest rackets of modern times. And I end up right in the middle of things. Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar, starring Bob Bailey, is transcribed in Hollywood. Written by John Dawson, it is produced and directed by Jack Johnstone. Heard in this week's cast were Michael Ann Barrett, Gene Bates, Marvin Miller, Frank Gerstle, Lawrence Dobkin, Jack Crucian, Ken Peters, and Herb Butterfield. Musical supervision by Amerigo Marino. Be sure to join us on Monday night, same time and station, for another exciting story of yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Roy Rowan speaking. <laughs> 